Hello and welcome to Voice of Restoration, a broadcast outreach of the Christian Brethren Church, bringing you Bible-based teachings from author and Bible teacher, Pastor Afolabi Oladeli. Are you with me? Secondly, now remember this in relation to the ministration of talks here about three weeks ago when we were speaking about right attitudes. Because there are some things which are obvious. I can see you and say, you, your concubility, I don't need to bash you, you, I have abused him. But I, you, that is obvious. But I can just pass it. Inside my heart, I have abused him. There's the one you see, there's the one you don't see. That's what I'm talking about. When God showed me that grace to begin to seek to understand with his own eyes and interpret things with the way he was, I stopped making hurtful statements. Secondly, I stopped committing the sin of, it's just my reaction. It's just my natural reaction. And my natural reaction is outright sin against God. Because I could have seen Stella, and I go and see her, boom, you concubility, and I have beaten an innocent person. It may not have been me she was looking at. That may just have been a coincidence that as she was passing in front of me, she, there was something else going on in her head. And except God leads me to understand that, I have already judged her, and I have sinned against God. Are you with me? And that's why for the seasons and the times in which we are, every observation that comes your way, seek wisdom. Jesus said a couple of things that is important for us to say. Give me John 7, 44, I believe it is. All right? <clears throat> John 7, yes, 24. John 7, 24, quickly, quickly. It said, judge not according to what? Appearance. Judge righteous what? Judgment. There's only one person that judges righteous judgment. Who is he? And except I line up with him and see with his own eyes, I can't judge righteous judgment. I, I, I don't know whether you are following. I know you are. Because these things are important. They are important in every affair, whether they are in the nation, whether it's in whatever. Recently, I was so concerned about all the things that were going on against Israel and so on and so forth. Really concerned. And I held on to the Lord. I said, Lord, why should this be happening to your people? And then he took me to, to Ezekiel 36. I think it's Ezekiel 36. And you will see the way he just rolled on and rolled on and rolled on. And he said, I will yet bless these people. I will yet bless these people. Let me find, the, find Ezekiel 36 for me. Ezekiel 36, I believe it is. My, I'm using an electronic, my electronic Bible this morning. But, and then somewhere simply inside that scripture, he said, for all these promises that I made concerning Israel, you will yet require it of me. So, huh? You made the promise. He said, yes. But I still expect you to pray to me to say, bring those promises to pass. Can, can somebody help me? I, I know he's there. It's in, it's in, it's in Ezekiel 36. Yeah, <clears throat> Go to verse 37, please. Somebody is Thus saying, said the Lord God, I will yet for this 
be inquired that of I will yet for all this be inquired of before or before this there were the promises that God has spoken concerning Israel in all the trouble I said thus saith the Lord I will yet for this be inquired of by the house of Israel to, to what to do, to it, for do it for them say huh And you can see if God didn't make me to come to the point where I could see my judgment and perception of even God would have been saying, you say these are your people. But I saw this. And I came to understand. Except we begin to see with the eyes of the Lord. Except we begin to understand with the mind of the Lord. We will make wrong what? judgments. Not only will we make wrong judgments, we will make wrong utterances and sin against the Lord. Wisdom is needful in this hour. When the obvious doesn't make sense, pray for his insight. Pray for his wisdom. Now I have to hurry. Psalm 119 verse 30. I'm not going to read that. Note it down. The result of actively seeking his wisdom brought a new dimension of practicality to the management of my mind. And I will explain that. Ordinarily, people thought, oh, because pastor, pastor doesn't talk. What do you know is going on inside my mind? What do you know that's going on inside my mind? But I thank my God. What is going on in my mind I am in control of it. By the virtue of the fact that every circumstance, at least that I can recall, however bad it may be, however troubling and rude and disgraceful or whatever it is that any brother does against me, I digest it first. Lord, please help me to understand. And when I understand, I'm in a position to confront any thoughts that come in my mind. That the word may be brought to pass, that the weapons said, <laughs> the weapons of my warfare, they are not carnal. Said, casting down every word, every and every thought that does what that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. The practicality of mind management. I'm not speaking about uh, uh, psychologists now. I'm speaking about me as a carrier of the world. When I know what the situation is, I can control my thought. That everything that he has spoken in Philippians chapter 4 verse 18, I believe, it can come to pass. That whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, it is possible to attain unto this. And the only way it is, is that you get the eyes and the mind of Christ in judging every situation that comes across your way. Are you with me? Are you tired? So that right attitude, as was preached by Pastor Talks, you will be able to enter into it and get its rewards. I know, there are, don't you think, even my sons, the pastors and so on, there are times that Satan will flash a red card concerning them. That ordinarily, the normal man will say, But I've learned to step back and digest. Lord, please, can you help me to see? Can you help me to see? And I can, 
if I, I could give instances so many times that if I followed my natural instincts, I would have made a judgment. But when I have gone through that process, what I worried about that would have caused me to react, that brother will come back. It will, it, will just, it will just surface in my house and show that the contrary was what I was thinking. And I would have fallen into the trap of Satan. I'm saying this to you. Because the word of God says to us, said, wisdom and knowledge shall be what? The stability of your times. So that issues in your heart, in your homes, will not be disturbed and come unhinged on account of the things that you see around you going on. And we are showing you this. So that your hands will not be weary. Your feet will not be weak in holding on to your faith and calling on the name of the Lord concerning the things that are going on. Because this word is specifically for you. Praise the Lord. I'm going to finish in the next five minutes so that um, all the other things, I know there are dedications. In the face of all the negatives that you see that surround us in this nation, ask God for what? Ask God for what? And when you ask God for wisdom, listen to the Holy Spirit prayerfully. Evaluating everything. Cultivating an instant response to God and rejecting any and every feedback that brings doubt to your minds. There are not many groups of believers, at least in the face of this nation, that have been prepared for success in this work with God. In these challenging times like you. Not many. And I say that again. Not to boast, but because I just know it is the truth. That there are not many, not many believers or groups of believers on the face of this nation who have been prepared for success in these challenging times like you have been. In the introduction of the, to the scroll by Neil Frisbee, he said, the spiritual impact of this prophetic book will inspire the reader to respond to the compelling motivation to endeavor to attain to the realms of the goal of, 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 of an overcomer. Amen? He says it will lift you to the realms of faith never known before. A profound understanding of the significance of the, of the seasons and the times will be said you, you will be obtained and it will be processed with what? A far greater knowledge of what? Of the times and the seasons. How many people understand all the things going on? That's the more reason why you can't afford to fail. You can't afford to give up on account of the things that you are seeing around you. You can't afford to decamp to the, to, to, to the side of Satan. Because they seem to be having the upper hand. Yet in a little while, he that spoke, he will bring his word to pass. Because the traitor, they say, they say, he says, the traitor and the destroyer, they will receive exactly their own works. I want to add to that something that is, I'm just giving to you now. It's a prayer of this man, Ignatius Loyola. He said this. He prayed this prayer. Teach us, Lord, to serve you as you deserve. To give in to your will and not count the cost. To fight for your defined and ordained purposes and not heed the wounds to toil. And not to seek for rest. To labor and not ask for reward, save that of knowing your will. The world can't pray that prayer. 
And I'm asking whether you are willing to pay that prayer. To serve the Lord as he deserves. To give in to his will without counting the cost. These are challenging times. But they are the times for you to hold on to your faith. Don't be sidetracked by the evil that you see around you and become like Asaph in Psalm 73. He said, I saw the, I saw, when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, said, my feet nearly slipped. Whatever you see concerning the prosperity of the wicked in the land, will you not ask the Lord to open your eyes to see? There are four things that I want to finish with very briefly concerning the law of success. The first one, there is a cost. And that's where all of us have been deceived. Me, I know go so far. I know go very far. Yeah. Did you not know that the captain of my salvation was made perfect through suffering? Why do we supplant the word of God? Am I therefore praying for suffering? No. But if by suffering he will pre-qualify me, so be it my father. Did not the scripture say that he himself and us said, are they not one? If I'm one with him, will I be different from the things that pre-qualified him? There is a cost. For everything we gain, we give up something. How much am I willing to sacrifice to be conformed to the image of Christ in these times? That's a question each one of us wants to ask ourselves as we go. Let me also say to you, if the image of Christ is not your dream, being conformed to the image of Christ, that is my ultimate dream, and your answer will determine your, your future. You want to write this down. Sometimes, the greatest obstacle to tomorrow's success is today's success. The greatest obstacle to tomorrow's success is today's success. Because you sit down with it, thinking that this is the final. Yet there is something greater out there. To give up what you currently consider success, you rob yourself of the success of tomorrow. Are you with me? So if God is asking me, give up this business. Just an illustration. Ah, Baba, this is where I pay the full school fees. This is where things are going and so on and so forth. Is he such a wicked father? Don't you understand that there must be something greater when he's demanding that this be given up? Number two, and this one I'm going to develop more. By the grace of God in the ministration in Jack on the estate over this coming weekend. Because the Lord cornered me. You know, there's this song that we always sing I do only those things that please him. I do only those things he loves. And I was singing the song. And he said, hmm, liar. 
Say you are a liar. Ah. Do you really do all those things that please me? How many of us know that song? Oh, I'm the only one that knows the song. Talks, you two don't know the song. We know the song. Well, what say, 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 let me skip this one. You will get the tape. It will blow your mind. There is a, spe a special focus. Focus like a laser that God requires for those who are truly looking for success in the manner of the Lord. And you will find the key to that in these two scriptures. When Jesus was speaking, or when David was speaking in Psalm 40, verse 6 and verse 7. And it hit me like an arrow in the face. How many times have I read that scripture? Until the key. And you will see that that's the way. Sacrifices and offering. You won't, you won't, you won't pick it that here. You won't pick it here. Go to, go, go to, go to the living, uh, and uh, go to the living translation. You take no delight in sacrifice you or take offerings. Take no delight in sacrifice or offerings. Now that you have made me listen. Now that you have made me to what? Listen. You've made me to listen. I finally understand. I finally understand. You it. don't require burnt offering or sin offerings. What God is looking for, sure. I mean, sin offering is just. A remedy is not the original. Are you with me? Sin offering is a remedy. Those who are seeking to please the Lord, they are in the original. I will not even sin at all. That's what he was saying. Lo, I have come to do your will. That's why God said. You will find it in, in three different renditions in the New Testament. In the first time he said, you are my well-beloved son, in whom I'm well pleased. Even before he entered any public ministry. Did you ever ask yourself, what has Jesus done for him to please God? It wasn't a question of performance. Jesus was not looking for remedy. He was looking for the original. In verse 7, he said, Lo, I have come, as it is written in the volume, it's in the books about me, I have come to do what? To do your will. There is no room for... I mean, Jesus wasn't looking for a second chance. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if you understand it. I don't know if you understand it. He wasn't looking. I am not saying that, yes, it is true that if you repent, you will be forgiven. Jesus gave us that room. But that's not the original. That's not the original. Those that are pleasing God will stand in the original. Lo, I have come to do your will. No sin. No room for failure. Room, no room for, for slacking. That's, that's what he was saying. And the only way he got to that, you will see it explained in Isaiah 50. Say, money by money. Money by money. You woke me up. I listened to you. And then he says, you will have confrontation. Huh? Give me the, new, the, 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 NL, the NLT and go to verse somewhere in verse 7 there. He said, 
The sovereign Lord has given me wisdom. The words are so that I know how to comfort the weary morning by morning. Go, move quickly, please. Move quickly. Because the sovereign Lord helped me. I won't be disgraced. I've set my face like stone and determined to what? To do his will. I know that I will not be put to shame. Verse 8. There will be people who will stand against him. There will be challenges that come across your way. There will be things that will fight you. That will come to be a stumbling block against you doing the will of God. But he says, I'm determined. Baba Mamiko. I did can't be. Not like a person, Because he did. Praise the Lord. Ah, bro, you cry so, so seriously. And I'm saying, focus. Focus like a laser. Focus like a laser. She has to go to Tony. Because, you see, uh, okay, thank you. I see his words. I thought you were telling me, so it's okay. I will stop. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Law number one, there's a cost. Law number two, focus like a laser. Number three, you want to be like the one who told you you can be like him. Be like the one that you expect to be like. The one that calls the things that be not as though they were. Because the day you settle for less, the moment you settle for less, you get less than what you settle for. The moment you agree to settle for less, you will get less than what you actually settle for. So if he says, be ye holy as I am holy, I will be holy just like he says I am holy. Because to accept the substandard, you will even get sub-substandard. And lastly, keep learning, keep meditating. Paul, for all the great things that he did, remember what he said to Timothy? He said, bring what? Bring the books. He was still learning. I don't know it all. I'm ready to wait in his presence. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time on another episode of Voice of Restoration. If you want further information on today's episode, please call 0803-3628-796 or visit us online at tcbc.org.ng.